0: Blues, royal blue family, you've got Harry, you got Charlie, you got George now, George Hewitt in the midfield, how good are they looking? sweeps a handball forward, can they finish grips from 52 over the top and bounces it through Dockerty, he's almost within range he goes long monstrous
1: G'day, Blue Baggers, and welcome to the Blues Footy Podcast. Your host Jed Zetzer with you today, alongside my co-host Harrison Hyman's Bolt. Welcome back. We're back, twenty twenty
0: three. Twenty twenty three, New Year, same us, but hopefully <laughs> different. Different, you know. Hopefully, different results work in our favour this coming year. But it's good to be back, isn't it? It's good to be back in the studio with you. It's been a while. Um, I think we needed a bit of R&R after last year. We needed yeah. to put the feed up a bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll admittedly say that I wasn't really focusing on Carlson no. for a while. That way, I needed some recovery time, but no, it was it was a good summer. Um, I, I think we both sort of switched off from yep. the footy for a while. Obviously, we still checked to see if any news was coming We're through. we still all every...
0: over it, but I don't think we could bring ourselves to provide constant content after yeah, the way ne- the season ended we needed a break didn't we oh, i think that was just see you later i'll yeah. see you in six months but we're back which we is are great back. we are back was your summer good it was good and how was yours it was good very was, good yeah can't complain um tennis how'd that all go
1: went well thank you it was a good summer of tennis sort of keen now for the footy is back and keen to yeah, you know,
0: the goalposts will start coming up around I was going to say, country. I'm just
1: keen for footy season, like not even specifically to go to every Carlson game. I'm just keen to watch footy. Yeah, like for sure. It's great to have the season back. Um, now, I feel like the, the summer's gone pretty quick though. It did. It did. This like we've felt, had a
0: lot of sport going on. We had the world cup and you know, we've had going to say this and, felt
1: like a particularly quick turnaround. It did. Also, probably because we were actually alive in the season for longer than
0: usual. Yeah. Well, it just, I don't know, it just felt, it did feel quicker.
1: Yeah. I think it definitely felt it's flown. But well, well, are we not playing games now a week earlier than we usually would? Is yeah, that we, possibly, are. we are. We are. Yeah. Next round. Yeah.
0: 24 so, round season. Yeah. So, I just games. feel like
1: to be playing games in February, it's like... Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's a bit crazy, but not complaining at all. Um, we are back now. Uh, before we get into the match that happened on Friday, just the general. Let's talk about the general news, and I guess probably the only relevant news is really injury news, and maybe some positional changes for some yeah. of our players. But over the summer, obviously, Walsh was the first one to go down.
0: Bang! I remember like we, really bang. I think the last episode we made. Um, before we took our annual leave was that if you hear from us, it means something's gone horribly wrong. And well, luckily or unluckily, when Walsh got injured, I was overseas, so...
1: We couldn't do any, and I think...
0: Was- and I think we <laughs> offered to do a bit of a, like, chat about it, but I said, no. Nah, this yeah. is going <laughs> to put me in a foul mood. But Walsh went down with a, what was it, a back injury, had surgery on it, backs are never good because there's so much unknown with them
1: yeah so that was the first one um there's been some terrible ones sprinkled in between but i think the next significant one was we have our annual um get together with all of our friends from school big big group of us that get together once a year and we get there would have been 10 a.m on the saturday you hadn't even cracked open your first beer and i said bolt you won't believe it zach williams has done his
0: ACL and that was like... Yeah, ruined my day. (laughs) Yeah, that ruined... I actually said, I remember I said to you, why did you tell me that? Well, I didn't
1: want one of our other mates who goes for one of the other teams to come running over and tell
0: you, but... Yeah, it's fair. But um, I think what the the annoying thing is, Zach Williams is, you know, in isolation, obviously ACLs are never nice for anyone, shocking injury. But I th- and obviously, he's been hindered with injuries and in his current career, say, so he's it's terrible. But also, I think his what, whole AFL career. Yeah. and But what's annoying is that, like, I think we saw how important he was in the last game of last season. He was rushed back for round 23 against it, Collingwood. He's played a, a great, monster out. Played a great lockdown role and, you know, now compounded with the fact that there's such unknown around Jordan Boyd's foot injury. You know, it, it just leaves a bit of a chasm in the back pocket, doesn't it? Well, then
1: it's a monster out. You've got to feel for Williams. I was going to say, it's like, let's speak bluntly here. It's a monster out, but it's not the type of, for some reason this injury feels a bit different. It's like when David Cunningham gets injured. It's like, well, you sort of, you you get annoyed at the fact that they're out and that we're, you know, essentially, not annoyed. You get disappointed from a club point of view. But I think when it comes to like Zach Williams, someone who's had a lot of injuries, you also get disappointed and upset from a personal point of view. Like you feel for the guy.
0: No, I do feel for him. And it would have just been a freak footy accident, really. So, in there's nothing on there's the nothing, Sunshine Coast camp.
1: Yeah, there's nothing anyone can ever do about an ACL. That is nah. innocuous. It's completely even.
0: Yeah, I know. As in, I you know you know I follow the soccer, and there was an ACL today, which was just like, just bang. It just happens with absolutely no contact, nothing. Yeah. Just you go down, hobbling your knee, and you can just tell when he's when they've done it. It's like
1: when Jared Rufford did his uh, Achilles. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, like, it was like he got shot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's just like, it just happened. Well, do you
0: remember Williams at GWS last year with the calf? Yes. And we all thought he did his Achilles that yes, day. Yes, yes. Like that was very, you know, it, it just, it's it's very unlucky. But no, Williams, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a bit of a loss. And you know I'm not Zach Williams' biggest fan, but I, I think he, he provides us- I think I'd found my like and my, you know, the role I like for him just as a shutdown back pocket, really. Well, he was so good at it. Yeah. And then, so the other one, obviously, we know Cunningham's dislocated his shoulder in a wrestling incident at training. I was
1: going to say, let's go through, because I've got the AFL injury list in front of me from the Carlton website, and we'll go through it um, before we get into the match because this will sort of explain why some players may or may not have played on Friday. But, um, Let's go through it in order of whatever it's got in here. So, first one's Jordan Boyd. Yeah. And this annoys me. It hasn't really, been a lot of communication. This this doesn't just annoy me. It actually infuriates me. Let the members know what's going on. Yeah. Jordan Boyd's a, a crucial... If he's fit, he's playing round one. Yeah, I agree. So, let us know what's going on. It currently has sustained an acute fracture in his foot. 17th of January. <laughs> yeah. No update since. Yeah, it's crazy. And... What this does is fans just think something's something worse is ha- like like from our point of view. I think we've we've almost conceded the fact we probably won't see him in the first half of the year. Mm. When I think of Jordan Boyd, I almost think I oh, probably probably won't see him this year at all. Well, so if it's, you, it must be that bad, they're not telling us. When anything. you draw up
0: a round one team at the moment, and he's not even coming into my into consideration because I just don't think he'll be there, which he won't.
1: Well, he definitely won't. Yeah. No. Well, round one's not even like I'm not even thinking of round one, but. Yeah, it just really frustrates me. Like, give us a bit of communication. Let us Like, we are paid members of the club. Like, let us know what's going on. Key stakeholders. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's an injury update. For sure. Like, you know, if there's bad news, let us know. Yeah, when just you don't just let rip us rip the band-aid, don't they? They're, it's they're
0: like, not good at ripping the band-aid, Carlton, are they? No, it's just
1: let us know what's going on. Anyway, so Jordan Boyd, we're none the wise. We actually just don't know. Yeah. And he's one who, crazily enough is a pivotal member of this team. Not necessarily- Definitely the, squ- the, I say the squad, the mechanism of the squad. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, next one, which is literally falls into the exact same boat. And also the last update was on January 17 is Cottrell. Another yep. player well, I think he- who's a pivotal member of the squad. And the last update says here, recovering from a navicular stress fracture, uh, currently weight bearing in a moon boot will return to running once scans show adequate healing has occurred now that we haven't had an update in a month and a half um it's just it's it's crazy like we don't know what's going on and when you think of cultural i think we have the same thoughts as jordan boyd where it's just like well we're not going to see him before the bye like we probably yeah, won't we as might-
0: all, you never like to hear the words stress fracture but i i just think you know a weekly or four update. Is that in your foot? It's in your foot. It's it's not a good injury to have.
1: And it's like, here's two... Like The annoying thing about these two guys is that they're not necessarily best 22 players, but they're, uh, they're, they're really important members of the squad.
0: What it is, is I think these injuries in isolation you can get away with, but when you couple them all up together... Correct. And you look at your Walsh, Williams, Cottrell, and um, Boyd, you know, it's probably four of your best 30... Yeah. Who, you know, aren't going to be available before we start, which is where I guess, you know, shit happens.
1: Um, David Cunningham. Now, this one was updated to be found the 23rd of Feb. So this was, is brand this new. This is recent. Uh, dislocated his shoulder this week. The club is still working through the best path for his recovery, which should be known by the middle of next week. So we should know by the middle of this coming week. Yep. And I think, the you know, he's had this wrestling incident where he's, think his shoulder popped out, dislocated <laughs> yep. his shoulder. They have either said that he'll need surgery which will rule him out for the season or they're looking at a possible non-surgery
0: is recovery. It, he's which- in a lot of trouble otherwise. And this is unfortunately gets to a point where this is career-defining now. This is... They probably they may not rush him into surgery just to maybe give him his career a bit of oxygen. I don't know. But if he was on the brink before... He's on the canvas now. He's hey, in a lot, of, and it's a shame. It is a shame because, like, I, I think we can both agree, he's
1: not a bad player. Like, he, he's like, not, but like, you know, I think if he was fit, he'd probably be playing round one, or he'd,
0: he'd be right on the cusp.
1: And it's just like you know, another injury, and and the, and you feel he, they're always big injuries with him. <laughs> yeah. Like he's so unlucky. I know, like ACL. Nothing he can do about that. No, it was not... Yeah, it's it's as in this. This is you know. Don't all you can say to this is don't wrestle. Like what actually happened? It's not like, like
0: I don't think he was being reckless. Like no, i doubt he was cutting corns.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm,
0: saying. I, 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 yeah, I'm just, just saying freak accident.
1: Yeah, like these accidents. It's not like they're not soft tissue where you can question no. whether they're yeah, doing their the recovery right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I know, what I'm saying. Yeah. This is, these are like ax- like accidents that. It's like, what do you expect the guy to do? Like, he's not doing anything wrong here. It's just completely unlucky. So that's Cunners. We hope that we can see him this year. Um, yeah, and I, like those three, Boyd, Cottrell, Cunningham are literally fringe twenty-two players who grouped together. Um, yeah, really hurts us. Corey Durden uh, hamstring injury. Uh, he's likely to return for the official practice match yep. against Sydney. Which would be good. Matt Owies, hamstring tightness, expected to return for the match against Sydney. Because
0: he had hamstring issues last year, Owies, as well. Yeah,
1: he did. Um,
0: uh, Jack Lockie, Martin, I think. Lockie Fogarty. Oh yes. He said what, foot
1: injuries for a, while. Uh, a Back injury. Okay. He's Wrong. He's on track with his recovery and will likely play in a VFL practice match before the beginning of the season. He can take his time. Mitch McGovern received a knee to the back in match simulation and is on light duties for the week. He's expected to train fully this week and expected to return against Sydney. So that's fantastic news. Oh, we love the guy. That's, that that's a big one. Put him in cotton wool, see you around one. Yeah. Um, Mark Pitternet, um, 13 weeks since his PCL injury. Um, he has returned to running and will continue to build conditioning uh, and oh, Well, he played in on, the twos this, on the weekend, didn't Sorry, he? sorry. This update was from December on yeah, the website. Sorry, yeah, yeah. that's the last. No, so no, no.
0: he's He's back. So he yeah, played they, in the they'll two. Be, Yeah, he's they'll be easing in the him in. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, we'll speak about that selection, actually. We will. Uh, in a bit. But, I love the Carlton
0: Rucks. <laughs> See, it's a new year. I still haven't changed. <laughs> we'll get to this. Um, I still haven't changed. Yeah, that's, st-
1: <laughs> that's the injury list looked after. Cripps copped a little ankle knock. Yeah, he'll, he'll be Just right. a rolled ankle. They reckon he'll be... Not only fine for round one, but he'll play against Sydney I think he as well. rubbed
0: it with his brown low. Have we been <laughs> on since the Brownlow? Yeah. Yeah we have. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, will remind you. Yeah. There's six Brownlow medalists at the Cardinal Football Club.
1: Incredible. Um but yeah, Bolt, let's speak about now Friday. So I unfortunately wasn't
0: able to go, um, but you were there. Um I was, and if you were there and you didn't see me, well there's a good reason for that. I was standing by myself at the back of the stand. Feet up, no one around me, just having a good time by myself. <laughs> that's a bit sounds a bit lonely. You didn't want to sit with someone. You know, I'm weird like that. I don't <laughs> love getting into conversation at the football. Yeah, and that's I just fair wanted much. to sit there by myself and watch. That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it though. It was couple- a good day for it. It was a good crowd. What was it? I don't know what the crowd was, but. A lot of people got work off on Friday. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, well, I was obviously, um, I, I, I would have loved to have gone, but I couldn't go because of work. And yeah. I was thinking like, it's a bit annoying Friday at 11am. Could I you know. not have made it Saturday and Icon Park would have been completely packed? Yeah. Icon Park would have been at capacity for if sure. that was on Saturday.
0: I, well, none of those unofficial scratch matches are played on weekends. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theory guy, but- I think all the games were played on Thursday, Friday during the day, because that's like the staff's working hours.
1: What do you mean? It's like,
0: you know, they don't need to get all the staff to go on Saturday when they don't need to. It's not in season. I just thought it was stick to work hours. I just thought it was as simple as that. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> that's just why I it thought It might also
1: just be for the players, stick to training hours. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for everyone. For sure. That's just I what I just yeah, thought it was work routine. Yeah. That's I, don't fair know, I didn't mind. It broke the work day up. So, I was at work, went to the game, went back. (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah. I actually parked in a no standing zone for four hours. Did you not know? No, I knew it was no standing. I just couldn't find a spot. So, you're just going to cop a ticket? No, I got away with it. No, but were you just planning on copying a ticket?
1: He was just like, yeah, I'm going to pay 90 bucks to go to this game. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're a joke. I know, well. (laughs) Got away with it. Um, Don't gamble, they say. (laughs) But-
1: yeah, so obviously um Friday a couple of rapid fire questions yep. from me to you. Um and then you can then we'll have a proper discussion about it. But first question was who impressed you the most out of our new faces? So those being I think it was Bo- uh, well, boy Hollands, <laughs> Cowan and Sin and Can we,
0: can and can we get the
1: pronunciation, right? Is it Chincotta or Sincotta?
0: I I, I don't want to get We've got a new player in our books here. The People will tell us after the episode. I've been going okay. with Chincotta.
1: Let's go with AC for the time being. Just just for this episode, oh, just so we air can- Air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, how was it? How, who, who impressed you the most? So, those I, were was, the only three new- I actually and, and,
0: and Acres. And Acres. Four. I, I thought- I actually thought Hollands impressed me the most. And not because he, pro- not because he played the most outstanding game. Because he wasn't outstanding by any means. I just loved how he was so- seamless in terms of fitting into the system. You know, he was, you know, he, he just, he actually protected his wings so well. And like, he's he's got a lot, you know, he's going to have to fill out a bit. He's very slight, but his ball use was pretty good. His composure was good on left and right foot. He just, you know, he, he wasn't eye-catching, but I just liked how he slotted into the system really, really well. And I think that's going to hold him in really good stead to play round one. So I, I just think from a football perspective, I don't go looking to see, you know, it's very easy to get sucked into these games. They're bruiseless, contact-free games, really. I remember we were like, saying
1: Phil had an amazing game yeah, last the, year. These
0: games, I'm happy to say it, these games are shit. But you can get a really good perspective of how the team's going to set... It's like... It's a training session on steroids. You can see how they're going to set up, you know, how they're positioning, how they're defending the ground. And I thought Hollands played the wing role really well. And so did Akers and O'Brien. The three of them actually played really well. But, yeah... Uh, that, all those new faces actually put a really good foot forward.
1: So now we can speak about them all individually. So you, you, you rated Holland's game. Can you give us a little bit of insight? What do you think he did well? And and uh, we'll I, speak about it afterwards, but what, has this bolstered his chances for round one?
0: Yeah, it definitely... I, I'd pick him to play round one. I'd pick all three wingers, Akers, O'Brien, and Holland. I think they worked really well. And there was a clear... And I tweeted about it at halftime that you could just tell the wingers were playing purely between the arcs no forward not attending forward or, de- or defensive stoppages so we'd always have the outnumber behind the ball and then we'd always have the overlap running forward there was just always a spare number yeah and like, and if you remember with um when we played collingwood twice last year that was a position where we got absolutely slaughtered and we you know played it pretty well we were, we just had acres of like, Pardon the pun But we had acres of space Out on the wing Yeah We really did And you know When you get acres And Hollands And O'Brien In that space That overlap Then allows your High half forwards Like Silvani Got really involved Fisher Got involved You know Even Motlop Was playing As that That dirt and roll High half forward. So It it just opened us up Really really well Having them Actually not get Sucked into the ball But just protecting Their wings You could It was was just great We've come a long way From Nunes And Petrovsky (laughs) Sedan. (laughs) <laughs> See, I had to finish with a backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I was too positive for too long. Um, no, that's you know what—that's
1: the insight we want. That was that was. It was, awesome. it was just.
0: It was. You could just tell, and I thought Holland's just—he just—he just knew what was happening. I, thought he I think was just he made very a comment to me on. after
1: the game. You were just really impressed that he just. I, I'd say you're a pretty good judge. Like I reckon, you know, I've been to a lot of footy- football with you and spoken about a lot of football with you for years, and I think. You're pretty good at judging players off one game, off their very first game. I think your <laughs> your strike rate would be immaculate. Yeah. Uh, after a player's <laughs> debut, you 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 you'll either say they've got it or they don't. Yeah. And I was very pleasantly surprised when you were messaging me after the game saying you just think you can just sort of see he's got it with yeah. Holland's. Well, I, I just And like that's Dennis. and that's one of maybe that's very, I remember even when Carroll debuted last year, you weren't even wanting to say that much that he's got it. Like you're very, yeah. you're a very harsh critic when it comes to that. So I think mm. the fact that you were oh. quite pleasantly surprised with Hollands is. We'll
0: see how he plays. I just liked how he, and this isn't a negative thing. I just liked how he was just simply a cog in the chain. I liked that.
1: Yeah. No, it's good. Because we
0: don't need him to necessarily, we'd love him to, but we don't need him to stand out. We don't need him to get twenty five kicks on the wing. We don't need seven hundred meters gained. We just need you to be a competent link between defence and offence. As simple as that sounds, it's boring, but that's all we need him to do.
1: We essentially, I think, because you know, you look at our lineup because we've got so many. There's no doubting our star power. It's yep. Just like someone like that, if they can just play their role, mm-hmm. that's enough in itself. I agree. Um, all right, love that. Can we speak about? I'm going to call him AC. I don't want to pronounce his last name incorrectly. How did... Chincotta. Chincotta. Sincotta. Kincotta. However it's pronounced. How did did he go? The
0: people will tell us how to do it. Yeah. Chincotta. He was very composed. Very composed. I don't think he'll play round one. I think he's probably the backup alternative to someone like a March Bank. And he's probably then contending with Plowman. So he's... He's almost a one-on-one defender, you would say, then. Yeah. He, he reminded me a little bit of, like, Diagon when he played that 2011 season in the back line in terms of, you know, a bit of rebounding, bit of just like that hard-edged, you know, medium-sized rebounding mm-hmm. defender. But he was quite composed. He, he was... So he's he was, not a
1: half-back flanker?
0: No, he's not like running carry. He's not like okay. Caleb Daniel. Okay, nice. No, I he, he's that like... But, but he's not purely shut down. He, he had... You could tell he had... You know, both sides. So he was happy to have a crack with yeah. the ball, but no, he was okay. I going to say, he definitely was happy to have a crack. He threw his
1: body on the line on multiple occasions. Yes, he will be awesome, mark.
0: He'll be somewhere between Diagon and Luke Parks. Just <laughs> hopefully closer <laughs> to Deigen. Um
1: And what do you think his chances are for round one?
0: I don't think he'll play round one, but from what the glimpse that I saw, you know, he'll, he'll get a game at some point. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, well, um, hopefully it's good. <laughs> um, Cowan, Cowan was good. I'm bullish on Cowan. He's a great size. He will. He'll, he'll, I'm not. I don't think he'll get there for the first night either. But once again, uh, he played that in the back pocket really, and he was quite Lock- good lockdown. Yeah, but like, you know, it was such a bruise free game. Yeah, no, I know it, it was just you know, <laughs> there wasn't genuine, you know one-on-ones and follow up on the ground it was very you know nonchalant but he was he he was he was impressive he had some really good acts i thought he was better after halftime he had an incredible um little
1: 360 in the middle of the
0: ground and hit up h yeah
1: i know um
0: yeah no he was good he was good he um and he's a big fella so, you know, he's got size. He, ha- he brings a bit of a presence to the back line. I don't think he'll be there on the... Op- I, I, I don't think he'll be there. But once again, it's another option that hopefully... We'll see how they go on Friday night. It'll be a bit more frenetic. Yeah. And Sydney's got good small forwards. So, we can see how you go against your Haywoods and your Papleys and, you know, those little rugrats. But, and, um... Yeah, no, that's good. And Akers? Akers is good. He's slow. He's slow. But he's big. He's good. He'll be good. He's not quick. He used to be quick. I don't know. He didn't, he, he was slow. I, I like him. I like Akers though, because he has a genuine presence because he's good overhead. Yeah. And he he, he played the wing well. He, he's a lock. Yeah. He's a lock. Um, Akers won't be an issue. Akers is just lock and load. He'll do his thing. Yeah. You know, he's not an A grader. He's, you know, he's a second tier winger amongst yeah. the competition, which is great. Well, I love second tier players.
1: To be totally honest, if you look at this last 2022 season, first half of the year, was he wasn't top
0: tier. No, he was a gun. It, it's, it, he'll be a great pickup. He'll be yeah. a great pickup. I've got no doubt about him. We played the the wingers, the three wingers, and you know I've got a little crush on O'Brien. The three wingers played really well. Well, how was O'Brien? Oh, he's kicking. <laughs> he had one kick. It's like Christmas when he gets the ball. It's just... <laughs> oh. It's just, it's just beautiful. It's an art when he kicks. Like, and like, he's not the best player. He's not, you know, there's a lot of flaws to his game, but I love good skills and his kicking. It's just, it's actually gorgeous. Like, yeah. Like, like, I'm not joking. Like, when I have a son and he wants to have a kick at the park, I'd honestly pay Lockheed O'Brien a hundred bucks a session to come kick with him. It'd just be great to watch. He's just... He's he's, he's kicking is brilliant. He's kicking... He's just so clearly the best kick in the team. It's not even funny. Yeah. It's not even close. Mitch McGovern's my second. He's a beautiful kick. But Lockie O'Brien, he just... Yeah. There's there's, there's a purpose for someone like him in this team. You want the ball in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like... I think they didn't use him. They didn't used to use him. Yeah. Like... Yeah. He... He has a he has a purpose in this team. He'll never be a gun. He'll never be an All-Australian. But he serves a real advantage for us. It's, it, it'd be like... When he's got the ball like 80 out from goal, like the towers would be looking at each other just rubbing their hands together, thinking <laughs> where are we having the shot from? You want, you want this one or you want me to yeah. take this one? <laughs> it's like they know it's going to hit you on the tit. Like he just... He's brilliant.
1: No, we love that. We love that. Um, Yeah, and I mean, you've been on him for a while now. You are very much... You appreciate good skills. Yeah. And and There's there's been some players who I think people have really liked over the years that you haven't because you can't... You always say, they can't kick. Yeah, I'm happy to
0: tell you who they are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was one. um, I remember we all used to love Mitch Robinson.
0: He used to just say, can't kick. Yeah, well, he couldn't. Same with Tom Bell. (laughs) And there's a guy playing in the twos at the moment who can't kick either. So... And, and look, there were games last year where I thought O'Brien deserved to be dropped because his form did taper off last year. Yeah. But I just think, you know, in isolation, his kicking is magnificent.
1: Yeah. No, it's unreal. Um, what else can we discuss from this match? Because it's interesting. Well, because last year, I think the clear deficiency in our team, obviously the back line when they were injured, but the clear deficiency was our wing. We yeah. didn't we didn't have... We had a mixture of Nunes, Cottrell, and O'Brien yeah. for the whole year. Setterfield. And Setterfield. So... If you look at if you go from there to now having Akers O'Brien Hollands and then hopefully Cottrell when he comes back, yeah. Cherro will roll through there, Walsh will roll through there. Yeah. That almost goes like if we've got O'Brien and Akers lining up round one on the wings, like I'd say that's a position on the ground where we actually got a bit of an advantage for in. sure.
0: And we spoke about it after the national draft and and I think you made the comment about we drafted Hollands, Cowan and Bins and as you said it's like a one in three shot. You just need one of them to hit. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it was literally Yeah, I think that's that was unashamedly their strategy was yeah. just take three of the same position and hope one's good. Yeah. And then you got your wingers for a company eight. We'll look, there's
0: a long way to go, but we'll see how they go. It'll be interesting because you know, Richmond, you know, we you know, we, we turn to round one, it's one game at a time, you know, they got pretty good wingers, Macintosh and Pickett. Uh, they yeah, work hard both ways. Wingers. But the thing is they're slow.
1: They're well, slow is, I mean you've just said I'd Acres, say acres slow. is slow
0: But the other the Hollands isn't Like They're, they're so slight Yeah Like uh, Him and O'Brien They're very similar builds Yeah So it'll, it'll be very interesting How they go about it um, Question
1: Yeah. Just completely off topic We were speaking about the draftees um, Do you think it's possible Do you think that You know Are we worried Or are we questioning Why Bins didn't
0: play Is that like, No I, We only picked twenty five VFL Yeah Yeah we only picked 24 players, to be fair. Yes, yeah, So, we, yeah, we didn't yeah. really rotate the... You know, we it, it was as much of a match as we could have possibly got, the four twenty five to 30-minute quarters. So, you know, I don't think that's too concerning. We played the other three. Um, I think maybe Carroll, he would have liked to see him in the ones. He played in the True. Carroll didn't play. That's very interesting. Yes. Nordic it- Kemp. Mm. Carroll and Kemp didn't get a game. That's interesting. Mm. That is definitely interesting. I know. But there are a couple of other ones. So, the one I've been harping on about, because obviously we see each other, and, you know, the the guy I've been very bullish on the whole preseason, because I actually thought he had a pretty good... He didn't have a great year in terms of the entire product, but he probably had six or seven games where I just thought he was just crazy good and I think I think you know when you speak about who's going to be our most improved player this year I'm not coming from a low base here I'm coming from a good base but I think we're going to go to a great base and Friday was a great start for Adam Cherra. he was doing it as he he pleased he was waltzing out of the middle he was involved in every stoppage he was killing them and he actually two of his Brownlow vote getting games last year I'm pretty sure were against Collingwood he played well in both Collingwood games last year but he was just He was very good. Him and George were great. They were our two best midfielders on the day. They were very good. I think a lot
1: of people, yeah, a lot of people saying about George. um, Yeah, I mean, it's great to hear. Like, I think we're now at a point where it's like, well, if Chera can take his game to the next level, it's like, well, yeah, that's going to add a massive layer to our midfield. Yeah, like you know, it wasn't as you said, it wasn't bad last year. I think we, he was. He didn't he did he didn't,
0: <clears throat> look. He didn't get a lot of continuity in his first year at a new club. He had the COVID, had the hammy, had the, you know, there, there were a lot of mm. roadblocks for him. But I thought he, he had six or seven games where you thought, shit, he's outstanding. Yeah. So I think he'll be on for. Him. I, yeah, he, I'm very bullish on Adam Chera.
1: Yeah, no, we love that. And that's, you know, he's a big player for this team. Um, let's quickly run through. So, firstly, we haven't even said the score. We beat Collingwood. It was 84 to 74. These games, scores aren't relevant, but it's- Oh, as in I had the scarf
0: out the window in the car, <laughs> singing the song. <laughs> Fucking um, giving it to him. I yeah. actually met Jamie Elliott in the car park after the game. Yeah? Yeah. I think it was his right eye. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, so we,
1: we beat them by 10 points. Uh, and then I met
0: Ginevan in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 12 12 84 to 11 our 12 goals 3 to h all came in the first like 15 minutes of the game. Two drop punts. Yes. Uh, he a- looked good he looked good Herschel. <laughs> he did. We'll speak about him in a minute because I've got a I've got a question to ask you. Acres, Cripps, Kerno, Deconning, Hewitt, Holland's, Honey, Kennedy and O'Brien. All with single goals, uh, and that is Charlie Kerno, not Ed. Yep. Um, how was it, by the way? Because it, see, it's been a year. Like, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. Last year would have been the first year in his Carlton career that he didn't play a single AFL game. It's been a long time. So, how was he? Do, wh- where do you think he sits in, you know, the frame for selection?
0: I, I actually think he's a bit more advanced than I would have given him. You know, the respect of. I think he's gonna. I, I actually think he'll be very close for round one. Ed Kerno I, I just think... Well, he'd expect well, him to be. Games like that suit someone like Ed Kerno, admittedly, because there's not a lot of pace to the game. There's not a lot of, you know, yeah, high-tempo footy. But I actually thought he was all right at half-forward. Yeah. You know, in the first half he played, I actually thought he was okay. So he's playing half-forward role. Well, yeah, and then he went back in the second half. But I actually quite liked him in the forward line. And look, if you had to come down to it. You know, if it's, you know, if it does come down to a decision of is it him or Jack Martin, or if it's him or Matt Owies, you know, Martin and him are a bit different. But in terms of him and Owies, like, I wouldn't be totally against Ed Kerno, And I, I, you probably wouldn't do it first up. Yeah. But he, he, I actually thought he was okay. Look, it's, it's still the same old Ed Kerno, but he, I don't know, that, that guy, a game like that flatters him. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to be as far away as we maybe would have thought he would have been, you know, six months ago.
1: Well, I think it was just the injuries, you know, questioning, you know, at his age, can he come back from the injuries? But I think it's worth remembering as well. Like, he's an endurance athlete. He yeah, is yeah. like, you know, he's he's a bit of a machine.
0: Yeah. No, he was surprisingly <clears throat> okay. You know who was great? And I, we, like, Mot- Motlop. <laughs> like, I don't invest uh, in the, in the a- On the ASX. I'm not really big into stocks and finance and trading. Yeah, But shit. Like, if Jesse, if I was a shark on Shark Tank and Jesse Motlop was in front of me, you'd buy the business out. This guy's going to be crazy. Like, crazy. <laughs> I'd love to hear this. He was getting up the ground. He just made stuff happen. And look, last year he had a bit of it. And there was a bit of it on Friday. He's, he does still lack that, you know. 10 to 15% of that final polish, that final touch. But he's going to cause a lot of damage this year. We saw Cozzy Pickett have that big second year in 2021. Mm. This shouldn't be too dissimilar. But I think it could even be more hybrid than that in terms of a bit further up the ground because he was getting right up there. You know, the way Durden did last year, you know, getting your kicks on the wing. You know, rather than that stay-at-home, you know, crummer, he was actually getting quite involved in the, you know, what do you call it, um... Score involvement, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he was he was quite good, has so, got he's very impressive. He's going to be very good for us.
1: So I think he was the one who I think I like he was I've been on him because yeah. you know number three is my lucky number. When he got the number three Guernsey, I, I was immediately invested. Yeah. Like we, we've no all, have,
0: you know, ever since Digby Morell wore number three, we've always loved it. <laughs> it's just been great. No, but it was going to be no, big know, to I see know.
1: who took it from Murph. Murph was my favorite player. Now Motlop gets it. So Motlop, you know, automatically becomes my favorite play in, in a sense. And I'm very excited for this year because I think we could see last year in all yeah. seriousness, he has it. Yeah, like he has it. For sure. There's no doubting his
0: talent. His talent is... And he's going to have low games. And that's just naturally how it's going to work with someone like well, Jesse Motlop. Well,
1: I mean, all, all small forwards do. Yeah,
0: it's a tough position to play. But, he, you know, you like put you on can, a bit of... Side, he just... Yeah, he, he he's like going to be small good. small
1: forwards can have... Small forwards can go into a game and kick five or kick none, purely dependent on their yeah. on their teammates. It's not like,
0: just, like they just, can't do a whole lot. It's such an opportunistic role, but that's why I loved it. He was getting up the ground. He was getting really involved. He, he's going to be a crucial player for us.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I am extremely excited yeah. to see him this year. And you mentioned most improved.
0: Yeah, he's going to be we, in the he, conversation. Yeah, he
1: could be in the conversation. you would love it. Um, how was Kennedy? He's okay. Okay. Oh. That sounds that's that's not the answer I wanted. <laughs> you know, he's one of my favorites yeah, as well. Yeah, he wasn't
0: a standout. He was okay.
1: Yeah. No, that's good. Um something I said to you cuz he kicked he kicked a good goal. Yeah. It's just like I think that back end of 2019 that he played in the forward line and mm. was kicking like he kicked a bag against the Gold Coast one week. Yeah. He kicked some he kicked a lot of goals second yep. half of that year. I think that that has actually added a lay to his game where, like, because I even look at last year, Kennedy somehow just kicks a goal away. Yeah, he's good for a goal a game. He's good for a goal a game. And I think he just takes opportunities inside 50. Like, Mm. I don't think he's ever been one where we've gone far out, like, you know, missed an opportunity there. Like, I think he can miss difficult shots in forward 50, but he's the type of player, if you've got him with, you know, a, a half decent chance in front of goal he's going to dob it
0: yeah no no he's important we missed him at the end of last year I was
1: going to say and we yeah we need him uh, fit and firing this year uh, now let's speak about the rucks because um, Mr. Uh, De Koning had full responsibility on the day he and did. he actually looked probably his most dangerous going forward from what I could see on the broadcast but how was he? Um, I shouldn't say the broadcast, the stream. But how <laughs> how was he on the day? And you know, were, were you impressed? Like, what were your thoughts on his performance?
0: He no, he, he was good. He he definitely had more of an aerial presence, which was good. He took a few nice contested marks. He, you know, he kicked his goal. He missed the sitter, which is fine because at least he's getting in those positions. He, he was he was much better. You know, he was much more physically imposing in the ruck. Um, yeah, you know. It, there's a long way to go with De Conning. And like Deconning's one of those players where, you know, him having a big 2023 is huge for us. Because if we can get ascendancy, you know, week in, week out in the ruck, <clears> it <throat> really opens the floodgates well, I mean, that for the was, opposite. Sorry, it's, it's, I, said,
1: I said before that our biggest efficiency last year was the wing. It was clearly the ruck. It's the ruck. We always forget about it. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think you said it. And, and you, you may have said this at the end of last year on the last show, or maybe it was just in person to me, but I think you said if De Conning has a monster year, it can almost be the difference between us going real well, yeah, like pointy end well, yeah. and us finishing in the bottom half of the eight.
0: If De Conning, I'm not asking him because I don't think he can become a premier ruckman in the competition. All I'm asking for is just being the top half of the rucks in the comp, being the top 10 of 18. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Because I, I just think we did get sorted. And, you, and like I was vindicated last year. They dropped him for the, most, the two most important games at the end of last year. They didn't play him. For a half-cooked pit of that. They didn't play him by choice because he was just so out of his depth. And you know and when I criticized him last year, this wasn't, and you know this, it wasn't me you know putting a line through his career and his cult and aspirations. I just said for the sake of season 2022, he wasn't up to it. Yeah. Which the club clearly agreed with me. But, you know, it's a new year. He's had another summer. He's a bit bigger. He just, you know, we need him to We need him to be good. And I think they're only going to play one of him and Pinnanet. Well, I'd only play one one of the two, plus Silvani. I don't know if there's room for both of them. You don't reckon? As in, well, there is if they want to. But I, I prefer the one Ruckman plus Silvani, personally. As in, I do as well. I just think they, like De Conning gets in the way when he plays it full forward with the other two. And Pinnanet just he's like a traffic cone when he plays it (laughs) full forward like I I, I just think there's only space for one of them I really do and if did Silvani do much rock work he didn't do a heap nah well Murkov was playing sorry true
1: Murkov Um, played well is that all we've got to touch we'll we'll speak about Murkov in a second because that one I'm really interested about but yeah how do you think De Conning is shaping for round one who do you or think I, they'll pick?
0: Well, I'd, I'd say on the fact that you know if Pitonetss had that interrupted preseason and we'll see if he's named for the Swans game, you'd say De Conning's probably got the number one seeding for now. but I think
1: can we say because I think that you know I just don't know if a we lot can... of the reports have been that Pinet's definitely the number one choice. I, I, I That's think been the for me over the he's pre-season. the number
0: one. I think he's the number one Ruckman at Carlson in terms of pure Ruckman. I just don't feel that comfortable, yes, with Deconning rucking solo. Mm. But I also don't like when Deconning and Pittennet play together. Yeah. Which is, you know, and that's not me hating on Deconning. That's just the unlucky way it falls. I don't mind them. I'd rather Deconning play with Silvani than Deconning play with Pittennet. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. Like, I don't like the two Ruckman at all together yeah. because I, I just don't like it. Yeah. I, I think we we look- we actually look like a mess when they both play. And I know we won a couple of games with them together last year, but you look at that, you know, Adelaide-Crows game in Adelaide at the end of last year where we yeah. had the three-pronged forward line of Deconning, Kurnow, and Herschel, and it was an absolute pigsty. Yeah. No, so, I, I don't know. It'll, it'll be tight. I, I do think there's a huge potential that they do play both of them, plus Solvani, like they did in round one last year. And they played Martin in that team as well. So, they went heavy. And Richmond's going to be pretty undermanned in the back line. But I just I fear for us that we need to play quick to win. Mm. And that goes against that theory. So it's tough. That's a selection dilemma.
1: Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Martin there. He wasn't on the injury list on the Cullen I website, think they said he but- had saunas. So <clears> they <throat> were managing him. Okay, but he he's on track for round one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Doesn't keep me up at night.
1: <clears throat> I guess it's another question whether he makes a team.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's, you know, between players, probably 16 and 24. Mm. He's more likely to play than not. Well, now it's at best 23 this year. Got the four on the bench plus the tactical substitute. Yeah. So, we're picking teams at 23 now. So, I think at worst case, he'll be the sub.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's wait and see how he goes uh, and hopefully he can get up. Uh Murkup, we need to speak about him. So how did he go? This is the first time he's, we've seen him really yeah. um in any capacity for our first team. How did he go and what are your thoughts? And the fact that they played him into Conningwood, that suggests that maybe they are still going go. with the two Ruckman yeah. is that's part of the game plan Potenti- to
0: Rocks. Potentially, which is why, you know, I thought of that. But um yeah, he's he's not ready.
1: Like still, still not even close. He's
0: definitely filled out a bit. He he's a big fella. Like, is he, do you, like, do you see any signs there? Well, yeah. It's, it's like, I, I, I think of Gordon and Grundy. <laughs> and then I think of Deconning and Murkov And I think to myself, pour a shot of tequila in my eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's just, that, no, no. Murkoff, I'd, if they're going to play Murkov, I think Pidanet and De Conning would both have to be down. Yeah, I don't know if you can play him as the second fiddle to their number two. So you still think he probably won't play this year? Well, I'm not sure. He could he could tear up the VFL. For all I know, I don't think he, he's definitely not ready for night one. Yeah, no, of course. But we'll see. He's definitely filled out. He's a big fella. Yeah, he's a big boy. Like, how do he move around the ground? No, nah, he was all right. Didn't have the turning circles of a bulldozer, <laughs> like some of our previous ruckman, Matthew Loby. How are you? <laughs> but um, yeah, no,
1: it'll be interesting. We'll wait and see. Um, all right, I think that's any 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 other notes from the match worth no. touching on. The not the usuals are good. Um, that's good. How was Cripper? Yeah, it's good. Weed is good.
0: Yeah, same old. H Savani <laughs> was really good. <laughs> I was gonna say, how was Sauce? No, I like Sauce.
1: Very good. It's always no, good to I see was gonna Solvani. say on the TV, you can sort of like. Watching a game like that, where it's tough, you're watching off one camera angle. Like it it yeah, was
0: no, it sucks. Yeah, like admittedly, you did know. you see the stream for the Essendon Gold Coast game? No, oh, I, I watched it and I was getting motion sickness. Like the camera would follow the ball up in the sky and it'd come back oh down. It was God. like a roller coaster, it was shocking. <laughs> well, to be fair, we are like these are virtually just organized no, practice matches. No, I know, know. they're glorified um,
1: training sessions. <clears throat> They are. That's what they are. Now, we put up some polls on the Twitter line, and we got to get some... Oh, sorry. How was my boy? Mr. Honey?
0: Yeah. I don't know about Honey.
1: He looked all right, I thought, in the I second half. I don't know about Honey. What do you mean? You just don't. I
0: just... I don't know if he's got... I don't know. I you don't... not rate his game? I just don't rate him that much. <laughs> I just... I just think there's a lot ahead of him. Yeah. He's got a... This, is he out of contract at the end of the year? Yeah, he would be. I, I don't know, but you'd think so. I oh, will have the countdown on. <laughs> He'd have to be... What's his fourth year on the list? Like, He, he needs to start playing. Regular... football. Well, no, third. Fourth. He played the COVID year 2020, did he not? He did. Played a game against Freo. He played the game younes kept the goal go after siren.
1: Sorry, you're right. This is now his fourth yeah. year yeah
0: yeah yeah crazy no time goes fast when you're in a relationship with josh honey i get it i get it <laughs> now
1: nah, to be fair we have to give him a bit of slack for last year because he literally was injured for the first half of the year no, no. and he still managed to get five or six games i in. know
0: he wasn't great
1: no we'll wait and see um thought i have to ask but very no, that's quickly, okay we put some polls up on the twitter does ollie holland's play around one yes,
0: 46% no. It's going to be tight. See, that third winger might depend on whether they go over the one or two Ruckman. Yeah, you'd think it would. Yeah. Very interesting.
1: Uh, And I said, if you could only pick one to play in round one, who are you picking out of Alex Kinshotter and Lockie Cowan? And 66% have gone with Cowan,
0: 34%. I don't think either would play, but I think I'd go Cowan before him as well if I had to pick one.
1: Okay. Um, and we put some questions out. We didn't get many responses this week, but uh, when the season gets back in full swing, the Twitter questions will be right back in full swing. Why oh, you get the questions up? Just put a little tweet up, said if you've got any comments or questions, because nice. I like to hear yeah. like the comments from yeah. our followers as well. For and sure. As, and I couldn't get to the game, so I was keen to hear from people who were at the game. And I was
0: at the game and didn't sit around anyone, so I don't know what
1: people <laughs> thought. Dane Costa... How are you, Dane? He said, Welcome back, lads. What was your number one takeaway from the game in regards to structure, game plan, and then individual player-wise?
0: Well, I thought I just thought it was very... It actually wasn't too indifferent from last year, which isn't a bad thing. Because, you know, I know we finished ninth, but last year worked. Yeah. We won an extra four games. Last year, you know, the game plan doesn't need too much... To, you know, it needs a little bit of tweaking here or there, but it wasn't too to dissimilar. It was very comp- much the same, same. They were very solid across the board. Mm. They were very solid. And, you know, when we're when the game's on our terms, we're hard to beat. And we were hard to beat last year when the game was on our terms. So, it was a very solid hit out. Um,
1: and in terms of individual player-wise, anything that, worth noting
0: that we haven't really touched on yet? No, I've mentioned all the people I like. <laughs> um, no, I, I did think Chera was very, ultra impressive. He was very, very good. Love it.
1: Next one, Bolt. Tim Williams says... How are you, Tim, by the way? He says... Perhaps what I have missed the most since last season's end. Thank you, Tim. That is, look, we're we're glad to be back and uh, we look forward to hearing from you throughout the year. Let us know if you're at the football. We'll definitely get a beer um, before the game. Good on you, Uh, guys. Michael Joseph, how are you, Michael? He says, welcome back, gents. Thank you, Michael. Great to have you back for another year. Do we go into round one with TDK and JSOS or with both TDK and Pitanet? Feels like it's a big question and going in too tall could hurt us, especially with H and Charles already in the forward line. Well, we've, we've, yeah. we've we've dived deep into this and it's going to be extremely interesting gonna, to
0: see. I think Silvani has to be a lock with either combination. I agree. So that they, they have to play Silvani. I yeah. can't fathom this team without him. Yeah. I like the one Ruckman on top of Silvani, but you just get the feeling they, you know, when they had the opportunity last year, they erred away from that. Mm. So it, it's going to be tough. FDR,
1: how are you, mate, says, liked Chero today, and mm. will Ed Kurnow play round one?
0: Well, I have Chero as well. Ed Kurnow, it's going to be tight. You, you probably lean more towards no than yes, but you just wouldn't be surprised with someone like that if he was picked, would you?
1: No, you wouldn't. You definitely wouldn't. And he
0: could, you know, get a tagging job on like, you know, maybe he can curtail Bolton when he's up around the ball or, you know, you look at, you know... Taranto's now on the board, Richmond. You just never know if they want to use Ed Curno in a funny way like that. Even that defensive forward role and someone like Jaden Short coming off half back. Yeah. You know, you can employ Ed Kerno in those little roles like that.
1: You also feel like he could be the sub. Oh, I wouldn't like that. We'll speak about that.
0: I wouldn't like that. We'll speak oh, about no. that. That's a naughty no-no. Well, we do have the All-Australian Substitute who's obviously injured at the moment, but he's going to look so good in that green vest with that red hair. Oh, my God.
1: Carlton Blues FC says, Surely Lob is a lock. Showed off his kicking once again. Ran everywhere. Was clean. Didn't fumble. Linked up really well. Thoughts. Yeah, He speaks my language. We love it. Um, and yeah, Bolt did mention that earlier. Lock Egg, how are you, Lock? He says, Unfortunately, I worked today. But how was the nostalgia at the greatest ground in the world? Also, I'd like to know what they were charging for a can. I'm sure I've heard about the game by now on the pod. Yeah. <laughs> love um, it, love it, It's
0: always good to be back at Carlton. Um, I was,
1: to be totally honest, very upset that I couldn't get there because I love I love that, you know, once a year we get to watch footy there. We've had St. Kilda. We've had Essendon. We've had Essendon a few times over the years. We had Hawthorne once, Princeton. I reckon. Brisbane,
0: true. That was Just that was COVID the COVID, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: We've had Collingwood as well. Yeah, I no, feel we, we've
0: had plenty of games there.
1: We we always get to them. These, yeah. This is like you know, I love watching footy there. So how was it being back there, and also especially with the new facilities?
0: Yeah, no, the new building looks great. Really, It looks great. I didn't, Did you head to the shop? No, oh, I I was coming. It was in an in, in and out work. It was, okay, an, it was a real in and out job. We'll for have to me. pop down. You yeah, know, we'll go properly. Weeks. I don't like paying for my delivery fee on my Carlton merchandise, so I usually go pick it up myself <laughs> out of principle. I'd rather um, pay more on petrol. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so we'll definitely be back to pick up the hat and scarf. Yeah. Um, well, you can only pick one, remember, because the lanyard takes a bit off the, the okay. membership bill. But, no, we'll be right. We'll be right. Um, It's always good to be back at Carlton. You know, they show off the 16 cups, which it's just so arrogant. It's so beautiful how arrogant it is. Um, well, it's, it's not arrogant. It's, it's great. It's what we've... One. No, I know. I just love it. It's just, it hits you in the face when you walk in. Yeah, good. It, it's great. Good, it should. I know. It, it should <laughs> but, um, hit you it's in the great. face How much is a over. can of Coke? Well, I bought a hot well, dog. I think he's
1: speaking about a
0: can of beer. Let's be honest here. Oh, I, I didn't drink. It was a work day. Because I, be I did see, I
1: did see, I think it was at the Gold Coast Essendon game. Someone tweeted they were charging 10 bucks for a can. Oh, bullshit. I swear. Someone wow. tweeted it. Um,
0: Yeah. They had this like schnitzel truck at icon park Whew. did you get one no the line was huge but it looked it great unreal we love
1: that um brady park how are you brady good to uh good to hear all of your names again because it's been a while and i don't think we've had any new names here these are all returning listeners which we love brady says wasn't at the game but noticed a lot of big swings in momentum on the scoreboard same problem as last year or did the other factors... Or did other factors yeah. contribute?
0: There, there was a bit of a breeze going towards the left of the streaming screen. There was a bit of a breeze. Yeah. So, there was a, you know... So, the, the, non- facility the end non-facility end. The
1: non-facility
0: Was the goal scoring end. But um, I, I didn't really feel like, you know... It was like last year where they'd kind of stop, you know... It didn't feel like that. But it was actually really funny. We were four goals up at three-quarter time. And towards the end, they were coming. They were coming. And they kept missing set shots and it got to 11 <laughs> points and i know it was a scratch match but you could just tell in the stands there was this uneasy like tension <laughs> you could just tell of like they're going to kick the next two goals and win by a point you could just tell everyone was thinking the same thing and i think to go he missed the shot elliot missed the shot and it was like everyone was like breathing sighs of relief it's like <laughs> i think everyone had a bit of trauma even i was a bit like how long to go? <laughs> like, oh, <come> on, mate. <laughs> I think everyone was thinking the same thing. We're gonna lose this by a point again.
1: Um, jeez, alright, well, thank God we didn't. Well, um, we're a
0: scarred bunch. Navy you know how I usually say I only get comfortable when we're twelve goals up? Yeah. It's now fourteen. <laughs> Has to be have to be about ninety points up for me to put the feet up at the footy.
1: Navy bluebaggers, and this is the last one, says is Lockie O'Brien, now the number one choice for the wing behind Akers. And do you see any of the draftees starting round one? O'Brien's getting a lot of love. Yeah, he was good. Which we love. He was good. Um, So is that fair to say he is the number one starting option?
0: I agree. And uh, do you see any of the draftees starting round one? I think Hollands could be with him as well. Um, Cowan will be in the mix. It could be an emergency. I don't think he'll play. But we'll see. There's a whole other practice game to go before the big Thursday night game. Yes, which is, it's right around the corner, isn't it? It's very exciting. Now, I get a bit nervous before round one.
1: Now we will have a episode next week after we play the Swans. A quick one. This has been a bit of a longer catch up, yep. and but we'll have a quick one after the Swans, and then we'll have a proper season preview. Yeah. So, actually, you know what? I think our episode after the Swans will be the season preview. Oh, we'll do we'll do it all in one. one. Yeah, because we've only got mate. I know we're, we're we're three weeks away.
0: I know it's we're even less close. than three. I know I we're won't.
1: eighteen days away. I know we are Sam Walsh days away.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, we are closing in. Um, just a quick one. Did Nick Newman play? Yep. Yeah. How was he?
0: Didn't notice him much. Okay. Well, um, I'm about. I just
1: came up on my Twitter. I thought I'd ask. Um. But yeah, other than that, I think that is about it. We should quickly, very quickly touch on the VFL team also played against Collingwood. They got a big win, uh, 106 to 37, 70-point win, which we always love. Yep. Um. And Carlton listed players who played, Paddy Dow, uh, Jack Carroll, Brody Kemp, Lockie Plowman, Mark Pittman. Well, Plowman
0: played the ones as well.
1: Oh, did he? Mm. Um. Jackson Binns, Dur- Sam Durden... Uh, Hudson O'Keefe, Di McQuay. Uh, it says here that uh, Honey played as well. I, don't I think didn't it's...
0: stick around for the VF, yeah, to be honest I think with you. these guys but
1: didn't end up... There were a actually... couple of
0: them that were... They they might have played a quarter here, quarter there. Yeah, yeah.
1: So there are a couple names in both. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts oh, on... Oh, it's always
0: good when the, when the twos get up as well. Good day for the club. It is. What are your thoughts on that
1: selection there? I think the one that stands out is probably Jack Carroll missing yeah.
0: out. Yeah, well, I thought... You know, with Walsh not being available, we don't think he's going to... Gee, there's whispers that Walsh is storming home for round one.
1: Nah, but that's bullshit. Yeah,
0: it's just it's a bit of murmurs.
1: Nah, but we've heard... It's just on the grapevine. But hang on, we've heard it... Yeah, it's just we've... on the grapevine. Yeah, but mate, we've heard it for ages oh, and, no. and Walsh still came out and said he is... He he, he said he is feeling good. Like yeah. he's, they, I think they have said that there's absolutely no doubt he's ahead of where they thought yeah. he'd be but they're still not taking chances yeah, no, and they'll reassess fair. in yeah. round four.
0: Okay. Oh, but we'll spit the murmurs. Yeah, uh, look. <laughs> no, we'll see. It's, it's hard th- to know I with a back. I think- but but my, my point I was going to make was with Walsh's omission, you would have thought Carroll would be putting, you know, his foot forward as that next best depth option given setterfield has gone as well. Mm. And the fact that he hasn't, like, it's, it's a little bit... Where are you, buddy? But maybe they wanted him to play a full game in the twos to get his hands on the footy. Yeah, stack him up against Dow. I don't know. Yeah, but you would have thought. You know, you'd like to see Carroll. You know, definitely against the
1: Swans. Yeah, we'll see that squad against the Swans. Hopefully, he's in it. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. That'll be a real. That'll be our real first look. I think. Yeah. Um, Bolt. I think that's all for this week. It's good to be back. Definitely, it was a long show, it's but ahead. it was a. So it's a
0: big season ahead. This is, it's crunch time. <laughs>
1: We'll be back uh, next week for a big season preview. You heading preview. up to Sydney
0: for the pre-season game? Uh, I'm not. Are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> you were going to. Not for that, though. <laughs> well, yeah. You were going to be there anyway. Yeah, I'm not going, though. It's actually quite expensive because Mardi Gras is now a two-week event. Really? So, yeah, it's I'm, next week as well? Yeah. The flight's so expensive to get up there because the victory playing next weekend in Sydney. So, I was going to go up and do the double. Blacktown into... <laughs> Alian's the stuff of dreams, really. Blacktown on a Friday night watching the blues in a scratch match. But um <laughs> I'm not going. I think it's financially wise not to. Yeah,
1: I would have thought so.
0: Yeah. Lots of travel at the start of the home and away season, so yes,
1: yeah, so you'll be at I, I won't I won't be going GWS round three. Unfortunately, no. I've got a wedding, so I can't go. But you'll be there round three. Yep. And then we've got Adelaide. So those yep. are the first two. For gather round. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, we'll revisit this next no, week. Sure. No, it's exciting to be back. It is exciting to be back. Big, big season coming up. Big season preview next week uh, in the studio again. And then, uh, well, round one's coming, Bolt. Yeah. It's coming very quickly as well, like a steam train. So we'll be back next week. Blue Baggers, thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of this new season of the Blues Footy Podcast. Can't wait to bring you more over the next year and we will see you soon. Thank you, Bolt. No
0: worries.